Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go into the uh, 4 o'clock hour. Uh, did I mention we're doing Chris versus the fans? Oh, you yes, got the so phone lines locked? I need to unlock them. That's my lock, bad. The, unlock the phone lines. Yes, That's we need bad. to get contestants for our game show. Our trivia game, Chris vs. the Fans. If you'd like to play, 833-288-0973. Here's what you can win. You'll get qualified for a grand prize. That's a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. Two tickets to Air Supply. They have a legacy that spans decades. And they continue to captivate hearts. Now in their 45th anniversary year, Air Supply continues to play More than 130 shows a year worldwide, including May 31st and June 1st at the Westgate International Theater. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations. It's all home of legendary Vegas fun. Also, today, we'll give you a pair of... Four-pack, I'm sorry, four tickets to see Saturday night's battle for first place in the National Lacrosse League. NLL. That's right, baby. The San Diego Seals are a game behind the Toronto Rock. But Toronto's coming to town Saturday night. Tickets on sale now at sealslax.com slash tickets. You know, you have music for everything else. I think you got to get a little lacrosse music. What, what the heck? I, I don't know what that would be, but I, I, I find something. I can find something. Lacrosse music um, to go along with the next lacrosse segment that we do. Okay. Uh, uh, Gwen and Chris, like I said, Chris versus the fans is coming up here. Padres won today 5-3 over the Oakland A's. And um, that's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Padres are now 4-4. Four and four. The other big news of the day, the top two prospects in Major League Baseball today went head-to-head. Paul Skeens, mm-hmm. six-foot-six right-hander, now at the Pittsburgh Pirates, 
faced Jackson Holiday, mm. the upstart rookie, Matt Holiday's son, by the way, shortstop prospect of the Baltimore Orioles. They went head to head today. Skeens, or is it Skeens or Skennis? No, I believe it's Skeens. I think it's Skeens. Uh, Skeens, who pitched at LSU last year and helped them win the NCAA championship. I remember seeing him pitch last year. I do too. Uh, he faced Holiday today in a spring training game. Skeens went with the 102-mile-per-hour fastball to strike out the son of seven-time All-Star Matt Holiday. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's all right. If, if, uh, if Holiday would have hit a home run, he wouldn't have touched home plate anyway. Hardy <laughs> har-har. How long have you been holding that joke I for? don't know, but I, I know that the Padre fans have been holding on to that forever and will hold on to it forever. Well, yeah. It's just... It'll never be forgotten, nor should it be. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to. Uh, no. Wait. Hold on. Oh, what? What'd we got to talk about. Oh Kareem yes, you had your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Abdul-Jabbar. Not, not Kareem. No. Scraby asked me today. He goes, "You know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is?" I said, "I don't." And he proceeded to uh, fill me in on the latest sensation in college basketball. Yeah, so his name actually is Robbie Avila. And I'm putting some video up right now of him playing last night against Evansville. He scored 35 points. He Okay, so this is the reason we're bringing him up. He's a second-year guy. He is a six foot ten, two hundred forty pound senior. He's averaging seventeen points, seven rebounds, and four assists this year. Say his size again, so people get it. Six ten, two forty, and he looks every bit of it. He looks. Every I mean, bit he of it. looks bigger than an NFL linebacker. He does. Now he the is thing huge. Is, the thing is, and he wears the goggles. And he wears goggles. So that's the where the Kareem reference I think comes in, and just how good he is because yeah. this dude. Looks like me playing basketball, but he's incredible. He's really pretty good. I mean, the, at least the highlight package from yesterday yeah. makes him look really impressive. But he's the one leading the Indiana State Sycamores this season. And this this guy popped onto my phone the other day, and I was like, I honestly, I tweeted this out. I thought it was a, a, a movie. Like, he led his team to the state tourney or something like that. But this well, is what the, this guy looks like. Indiana State is ranked or was ranked yeah. for the first time since the Larry Bird era. So people are calling him Cream Abdul-Jabbar. And, and uh, the goggles give him away. But I'm telling you, he's 6'10", 240. He, he looks like just a monster out there. But he he's, he's, he, he's, got, he's got good passing ability. Uh-huh. He's very uh, quick and has a lot of moves around the basket. Can hit the three. Can hit the three. He can do it all. All right. He can do it all. Kareem so, Abdul-Jabbar. Keep an eye on Robbie Avila for the uh, Otherwise tournament. known as Robbie Avila. Yes, Robbie Avila. Yeah. Good, I don't think he should be, should be called Robbie Avila anymore. Oh, his name's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No kidding, man. Everybody's going to know who he is with that I mean, I, 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 this morning I logged on to X and I saw that trending and I'm like, what could this be? What was that? <laughs> what could this be? And that was it. So. There you go. All, all right. right. Now we can get to... Yes. The long-awaited Chris versus the fans. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. So, 
The rules are these. If you make it, you have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult as you go along. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first time player, let us know before you get to the first question and you will get that question for free today. And that's about it. So we will get started. That's about it, huh? Yeah, that's about it, man. Got nothing more. No, nothing more. Uh, We will get started with our first contestant. Who do I want to go with? I had one. Oh, there it is. There it is. Rudy. Hello, Rudy. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys? We're good, good. Rudy. Welcome in. You ready to go? I'm ready, man. Qualify the last day of February. Oh, nice. Okay. Yes, that's correct, Rudy. Very good. Yeah, I didn't even realize that because this day doesn't occur every, until every four years. Never mind, Chris. Some people don't like this day. Why? For whatever. I don't know. Rudy, how do you feel it's like about... It's like another day. I'm Ru- like, well, what's the matter? You don't like living? I mean, so what? Rudy, what, how do you feel about February 29th? Anything? Rudy? Do you I'm going to love it if I qualify. Okay. There you go. All right. There we go. All that's right. a good, good reason. For you. Here we go. Question number one. What? Former Padres catcher Austin Nola currently plays for what team? Ooh, not easy. Didn't care who he played for when he was here. Ooh, um, yeah, fair enough. Maybe Philadelphia. Philadelphia. That yeah. would be nice if you could play each other. It would be. Stay there, though. Royals? Pick him up? It is the Royals. Sorry, Rudy. Sorry, Rudy. Would have been cool to qualify. You'll now have to qualify on a regular day on now the calendar. Now he hates February 29th. Yeah, so you'll have to go to a regular day on the calendar. Yeah. Um, I I find issue with people who trash Austin Nola after what he did in the playoffs for the Padres. Austin Nola did come up with some big hits in yeah. that playoff run, and he should be remembered at least if you're going to think, you know, in a positive vein. Now, last year he that. wasn't great. But he also, got, he also got hit in the face in spring training, and nothing was ever the same. So, Fair enough. All right. Let's go to our next contestant, Ivan. Hello, Hi. Ivan. How Hi, are Ivan. You? Welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? Very good. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. I'm a first-time player. Oh, first-time wait. Player. Hey, hey. Look out. Okay. All right. Here we go. Question number two. Question number two. Ivan, one step closer. Uh, let's do this one. Tom Brady was drafted by a Major League Baseball team in 1995. What team drafted him? You said Major League Baseball team? Yes. Yes, wow. he was drafted in 1995. Oh, my God. Tricky. Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to go with um, the Cardinals? Cardinals. Cardinals. I have no idea. Yeah. No. Stay there, though. I don't have any idea either. Really? I don't. But I think he's from San Francisco, so I'm going to say the Giants. The Giants. <laughs> but I don't know. Wow. Good he for you, Ivan. Was drafted there you go. by what? the now defunct Montreal Expos. Was he really? Yes, oh, he wow. was. That is trivia that I did not know. And I don't know what position he played, but he couldn't He couldn't have been a catcher, right? You can't be a six-foot-six six catcher. That would be a lot. Wouldn't be easy. Wouldn't be easy. Tom All Brady's 6'6"? Right. Six, six? No. He's not 6'6". Six, six. The one time in my life I've seen Tom Brady. That's too tall. He is tall. I know he's tall. He's very tall. He's well, taller he's than athlete. you think I mean, he is. He's, a, he's an NFL quarterback. They're all taller than you think, but I can't. I'm going to look him up real quick while you get to the next okay. contestant. He's 6'4". 
which That's is not tall. true. That's not but true. Six, it is. It says right here in Pro Football Reference. I don't believe six, that. Four. I saw the guy, and he was standing next to Peyton Manning, who is like 6'6". Six, six. Six, six, six. Six is way up there. Yeah, I know. No, 6'4 sounds about right. All right, sorry, Ivan, you had to hear us fight. But here we no go. Worries, no, worries. <laughs> no worries, he says. Question number three. Speaking of the Giants, Buster is not Buster Posey's real first name. What is his real first name? For the wow. title. Oh, man. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go with Robert. Robert. <laughs> Robert. I don't know. That's a good guess. <laughs> I don't know that Chris knows this, so stay there. But he probably does, just he because knows. I said that. You do? Yeah, I know a lot of these. I'm weird on names. How, but this has never been said. It has. Okay. And I remember it because it's been said. Gerald Posey. Gerald, wow, that is correct. Sorry, Ivan. Sorry about that, Ivan. Man. Yeah, I'm really weird on uh, real names. And if you notice, I call people a lot by their full name, even though they go by their regular name. That's true. People I like. That's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't call Jim, Jim. I usually call them James. James, yes. Just one of those things. Okay. There was a guy who was a basketball coach. We had an assistant one year mm-hmm. with the Aztec women. His name was Nick. And for whatever reason, I thought it'd be cute to refer to him as Nikki. Oh, no. And I did. And he hated it. Yeah. And he didn't tell me. He just told everybody else <laughs> that he hated being called Nikki by me. <laughs> so the guy didn't like me. And I couldn't figure it out. And then you did. Somebody finally told me. Somebody said, you know, you should stop calling him that. That is hilarious. But I felt, I felt really awful because I meant nothing by it. But he did not like it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. One of those things. All right. Yeah, don't ever call me Maddie. I'm not a big Maddie guy. No, I don't call you that. Yeah. All right. To our next contestant, let's go to Matt and Lakeside. Matt, what's up? What's up, guys? Hi, Matt. Ready to go? I'm ready. All right. All right go, go get him. What Big Ten college football program had to fire their head coach before last season? That's number one. Uh, Big Ten coach, uh, Texas. Okay, hold on, Chris. Do you think that question was? Let me let me rephrase the question. No, you asked it fine. Okay, it's just a tough, tough tough first question. It's the luck of the draw. Uh, I think it was, but this could have been two seasons ago. Northwestern was it this year? Oh, it was okay. Yes, I'm sorry. Sorry about that, Matt. Yeah, because of the uh, hazing, Pat Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald. Pat. He's still That's waiting true. to, to coach. Yeah, he's trying to take everybody to court and get a bunch. He'll probably end up with more money than he would have had if he coached. <laughs> he might. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, you're up next. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, hey Ryan. Here we go. You're Question up. number one. What golfer picks the dinner menu for the Masters each year? Oh man. Gary uh, Player? Gary Player. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Can you imagine Gary Player picking it every year? Every year. Every year they call Gary Player. It's just he, the same uh, thing. He comes up with the menu. Yeah, that's a tough one, Ryan. Is it? It's not, but he wasn't thinking the way you were thinking. Okay, what is it? The defending champion gets to pick the dinner. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry about Ryan. that, Ryan. 
That's true. Anyway, that's knowledge that Ryan will now not forget. Yes. He will know that forever. It's one of my favorite news story, sports news stories of the year. I always, always like to know what the John Masters Rom, meal no one, is going to be. No one knows what he's going to pick this year. John Rom still hasn't decided yet. Well, it's they haven't time. released it yet. But. Okay. All right. Let's go to our next contestant, Mark and Vista. What's up, Mark? Hi, Mark. What's going on, guys? Oh, well, you know. Uh, just hanging, hanging in out. there. Yeah. Here we go. Question number one. Hopefully you watch this TV show. But in the TV show Coach, what college does he coach for? Oh, That's number Minnesota. One. University of Minnesota. <sighs> Can't give it to him. Oh, I know. Can't give it to him. He's so close and he's in the right thing, but it's a fictional Minnesota State. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, Mark. Sorry about that. He was close, though. He was right there. Never yeah. really uh, watched that show. It was very honest. funny. Very funny in its day, but it's a little before your, you know. My time? Well, not, you know, not that you wouldn't it understand a, it no, or anything. Yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't really on when you were growing up, but it was a show I liked quite a bit. All right, give me a random player. We got to go tell Well, we're going to go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, okay. Instead like of Kareem. I like it. We'll go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar All right, here we go, today. here we go. Our random player. Uh, and I'm going to select... Let's go to Andy. Andy. Hey, Andy. How are you? Tiebreaker, tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Do you know how to play the tiebreaker? I'm sorry? Hello? Yep, Hello? there he is. Do you know how to Hello? play the tiebreaker, Andy? Can you hear me, Andy? I do. Okay, okay good. I good. can. Okay, good. All right, he can. He's in. He's ready. All right, here's Here the tiebreaker. Chris, how many... Wait, hold on. I need to get the totals instead of oh, the yeah, averages. Oh, yeah, a lot. Uh, how many rebounds in his career? Whew. For Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, how many years again? 24, something like that? Uh, it's how many 20. years he played? 20? <sighs> Man, I don't know rebounds too well. He had 15,000. 15,000. Is the actual answer, Andy, higher or lower? 24 years, I'm going to say higher. 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 You are correct, hey, Andy. Andy with the victory. Good he for had you. 17,440 rebounds. Andy, stay right there. That was fairly close yeah. considering the length of his career. Yeah, so there you go. How many points did Kareem have before LeBron broke it? 30-something thousand? Uh, I'm trying to look at that the was points. was a lot. Points, 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 points. I'm not seeing it for some reason. Huh? Not seeing it there. 15,000. No, he had more than that. Anyway, yeah, I'm not All seeing right. it for That's some okay. reason. That's okay. We don't... It's down below. You have to go down to the ah, next group of uh, all right. numbers. Because right, they only time. have averages at the top. It's time for us. All right, we're taking a break. We're checking uh, traffic, and then uh, we're coming back with more. We're coming back faster than Tom Brady can run the 40-yard dash. So stick around for more Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, so uh, it's 422. We welcome you back to Gwen and Chris. Chris, hello. Matt Scraby today, Tony Gwynn Jr. Working a little late and working a little far away from Peoria today. Padres beat the uh, the uh, minor league Oakland Athletics today, 5-3. Final score. Minor league. I mean, come on. It is minor league. It really is. Uh, Padres are 4-4 four and four now in spring training play. That's right, baby! Here they come. Cactus League. Charging up this Cactus League standings. You know, I, I, I get people that say, oh, can you just stop being over-the-top excited? I am legitimately excited for what's happening with the Padres right now. I'm legitimately I'm, excited. What are you excited about? Just to see that some of these young guys are coming through, even if it's in spring training, I just want to see some sort of pulse heading into a year where You said earlier that you're more excited about this spring training than you were last year. Well, no, no, no. I don't understand that. Well, because the last year's spring training was full of a lot of disappointment. It was full of a kettlebell incident. It was full of a World Baseball Classic incident. There was just a lot going on last year that didn't feel good. Well, I I beg to differ. I thought... No matter what was going on last spring training, it was nothing but excitement around here. People couldn't wait for the regular season to start and for the Padres to start dominating the National League. Oh, I, I know. Unfortunately, that, that never happened. Yeah, I know. But as far as spring training is concerned, I thought people were pretty darn excited about this time last year. I think this time this year, they're, I think, honestly, I think people are hoping against hope that these young players. These career backups are going to be able to come through and play on an everyday basis and get the job done. I, I, I think we're all hopeful that that's going to happen, but I don't think any of us are 100% confident that it will. <sighs> I know. You're likely on opening day. You're opening day nine batters. In order. You want me to give you two in order? Yes. Fernando. Okay. Leading off. Yes. Playing right field. Playing right field. I don't know. I don't know on the second batter. Well, Bogarts doesn't like to bat second. I mean, he has a problem with that. Uh, I don't think he has a problem with much of anything anymore. Yeah, and he just can't bat clean up again. So I'll put Bogarts second at okay. second base. Okay. Manuel Machado. Okay. Third base, batting third. I'm telling you, it's not great after that. Who you got batting cleanup behind that? You got Cronenworth? You going to put Campusano cleanup? No. No? Going to go with Zokar or or uh, Profar? No. Here's You going to go Kim? Possibly. Who you going to go? Here's here he, I I found this this morning or actually AJ Casavell wrote uh, uh, an article and it was sent out in his newsletter and he is trying to make the case for Jake Cronenworth being the third batter in the lineup. And here is why. Because there's no lefties in the lineup. So you go Tatis. His, he says his opening day top five, Tatis, Bogarts, Cronenworth, Machado, 
Kim. And then he goes through, it, it goes through a lot that uh, the numbers say that you don't get as many RBI chances as a third batter as other positions. You have more chances of coming up with two outs and nobody on than... Well, that's because the first inning, you but stand the a chance. The uh, whatever say. the numbers say. But look, if that's the order, all right, if you want to put Cronenworth third and put, drop Manny to fourth, Kim, I don't believe, is a legit five hitter. He would be if he duplicates last year. Yes. But that's still up for grabs. And after that, I'd have to have Camposano. I'd have to have Profar as my DH batting seventh. I guess I'd have to have Jackson Merrill batting eighth. And because I don't want to put any pressure on him. Yeah. yeah. And then I'd have, uh, what is it left? A Zocar in center field. Where'd you put Camposano? Sixth. Sixth. Behind Kim. I'm telling you, after one, two, three, four. It's question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I think we're all hoping against hope that it's going to be, you know, good enough. I, yeah. I mean, there, there really aren't, reading that article this morning, I mean, I already knew it, but there really aren't many left-handed options for the Padres in the Well, based on department. that lineup I just gave you, there are two. A switch hitter and oh, no, three. No, you'd have Cronenworth, Jackson Merrill, okay. and Profar as a switch hitter. All right. Everybody else would be right-handed. I don't, I don't, I'm worried. I'm just, I'm saying I'm worried. I'm not saying it can't work. I'm did, saying I'm worried. Did, yeah. I Meanwhile, know. the Dodgers are five and one in spring training, if that matters it to you. It doesn't matter. Oh, that doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. What matters to you is the Padres are four and four. Because the, the Dodgers are that. more uh, excited to win the media clippings this spring training than anything. Well, so. they're winning them. They've already scored 51 runs in six games. That's just annoying. <laughs> it's, it's pretty just annoying. annoying. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um, yeah. So I was talking about this, I think, last night on the Scravy Show or two nights ago on the Scravy Show. But sitting here on January 2nd, I think, is when we came back from our holiday break. Okay. We talked about, okay, this team that is currently constructed is not going to look the same on opening day. That's a good point, Scraby. Boy, you've been doing this talk show circuit for a while now. Thank you. We You're are good. now heading into the It's season. now February 29th, the and guess what? The looks the same. looks the same. It looks the it hasn't same. hasn't changed. When was the Soto trade? Uh, November? Early December. December. Yeah. So it looks pretty, I mean, you know, they've added Profar since January 2nd. Yes, they have. And they've now added Tim LaCastro. Yes, they have. Super Bowl. <laughs> Good thing they don't play for the Super Bowl because they don't have a chance at that. And I'm still seeing people in the chat saying, let's take Tommy Pham. And I agree. It just doesn't feel like the Padres want to bring anyone else in. No, it does not. So that's why I say no to Pham because I don't think it's likely. Hey. Where do you stand on Trevor Bauer? No. Absolutely not, right? Okay, so Trevor Bauer has been talked about on the Scraby Show. Uh, and even though he wasn't charged with anything, I just feel like his 
the 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 news and and reporting that surrounds him is just not good for the Padres clubhouse specifically. How about having a little respect for your female audience? Well, that too. I mean, that's a big part of it, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I understand that, but again, he was not charged with anything. So how can I blame? How can I punish yeah, a guy? Doesn't for have that? to be charged with anything. The optics do not make him a popular pick among female, nor should it make him a popular pick among male fans. Well, I get a lot of Either chats. Way. I get a lot of chats saying, just bring him in. Who cares what he can do? Yeah. Or Who cares what he can do? I mean, who cares what he might have done? That too, but they're basically looking past it. And I know they are. And I'm, you know, it's tough because, again, he's not charged with anything, but at the same time, like, he's not, he's not good for this, lo- or this locker room. He's not. I don't want him. And he still doesn't have a place to play so it's not just the Padres Big Five coming up next yes, what, it is. what in the world could you still have in store for us uh, let me check I haven't checked in a while but oh I have a Rory McIlroy response to Taylor Gooch I thought it was pretty good oh Taylor Gooch was the guy who criti- criticized yes. Rory McIlroy yes JJ said if he wins the Masters this year it's got to go with an asterisk mm-hmm. yeah so Rory responded to that at the Cognizant Classic at the Palms or whatever it's called uh, and then we have some JJ McCarthy the Yankees have hired someone to help them with analytics. Finally brought George Costanza back, huh? (laughs) And I I don't really know if it's going to work, so we're going to talk about that, too. Coming up. If that's true, that McCall Hardman, once leaving the Jets, was contacting other teams with the Jets game plan and plays and signals and things like that. Mm-hmm. If that's true, mm-hmm. and it's being alleged, mm-hmm. a couple of things. One, shame on any team that took the information. Can I can I stop you right there? Mm-hmm. Because this actually happened while he was with the Jets. This was like a, a Sauce Gardner. No, delete. alleged that it happened okay, sorry. while alleged he was with the Jets. Alleged that it happened while he was with the Jets. Sauce Gardner said... Put something on X and then deleted it saying, don't ask us how the Eagles got our game plan or something. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, still, you don't have to take it. Wait, so your your problem is with the team that took it? I said that's number one. Okay. Number two, if it's true, McCall Hardman, kick him out of the league for good. I don't disagree there. All right. That's it. End of story. Um, You can't have anybody... That gets traded or doesn't isn't happy with the franchise they're on, basically cheating in favor of another team. I thought the punter of the Jets had a really good tweet about this. He said, "Be careful getting information from disgruntled former employees. Getting beat out by a rookie free agent after being guaranteed millions of dollars is tough to deal with. Entitlement is a killer of opportunity. You have to earn it every year." I like that one. McCall Hardman caught the winning touchdown in the Super and Bowl this year. That is what bothers me more than anything. He shouldn't have even been there, Chris. Throw him out of the league forever if you're <laughs> able to prove. No, I'm being serious. It is mean, the NFL of, yeah. can't have things like that being a possibility. Too much money is wagered on those games. Can't find out after the game. I bet on the mm, Jets to beat the Eagles. Now I find out that the Jets star player was giving the Eagles. Didn't even think about not going to be angle. pleased with that. No, knowledge. not at all. Not at all. Crisello, Matt Scraby, Odyssey Palace, San Diego, California. Tony Gwynn Jr. Idol today. 
Well, never idle. You already called oh, a yeah. uh, Padre baseball game. Time for the Big Five scrape? Yeah, I'm ready. I hope so. Let's check traffic first. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. Do you know who uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry is? Yes, he is a cornerback for Alabama. Supposed to be a first-round draft choice. That's why I know him, because I've been name, studying. Kid's name is Kool-Aid. It is pretty cool, huh? All right. Kool-Aid. Glad you like it. <laughs> you don't like it? It's okay. I mean, Sauce is named Sauce. Yeah. Well, I guess the that's The Jets draft Kool-Aid, they'd have Sauce and Kool-Aid. <laughs> that sounds disgusting, honestly. Well, doesn't seem to go together <laughs> it too well. doesn't advertise. Never mind. Number five. All right, let's go into this one. And former Padre and on-again, off-again Rays catcher Francisco Mejia has been signed to a minor league contract by the Rays. He is 28 years old. He was released by the Angels last week. He's bat- He batted 227 with five home runs and 19 RBIs in 50 games with the Rays last season. The deal does include an invitation to Major League Spring Training. Chris... Are you surprised he hasn't been more successful since the Padres? Um, a little bit, but that's because you know i i bought the uh, I bought the hype, right? I mean, when Francisco Mejia got traded here from Cleveland, I think it was yes, originally. Cleveland. Yes, yes, yes. He's the next Benito Santiago. Yeah, and that's the problem I have with all prospects. They have just as much chance to turn into a Francisco Mejia. As they do of turning into a Benito Santiago. In fact, they have more of a chance of being a Francisco Mejia. Prospects are exactly that. This guy's got the best arm you've ever seen. He can hit with power from both sides of the plate. He's got a plus, you know, speed. 
I don't see any of that in Francisco Mejia, except the arm a little bit. Made some great throws when he was here. I mean, I remember specifically one throw that Kirby Yates almost got his head taken off. Yeah. And you actually asked Kirby Yates about that. I remember when we that. had him on the show. Yeah. Uh, am I surprised he hasn't been more successful? I am, because we did see a little bit from him with the Padres, and he wasn't terrible. He was he was pretty good. I mean, it was all right. But he wasn't anything close to what they no. said he was going to be. And Agreed. Most guys aren't anywhere close to what these draft Knicks say they're going to be. And experts. Francisco Mejia is a cautionary tale. 227 last year, 239 career average. Over 1,000 at bats, 29 home runs. Yeah, it's not very it's good. It's that. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just hasn't worked out, as you said. No, he's not that good. Which... I guess AJ okay, Peller needs some credit for unloading when well, he did. Well, he I don't know, he traded for him in the first place. Does he does he lose some credit for doing that? No. Why not? Um because I don't know. You got me there, Chris. I'll just say that. You got me there. They gave Padres gave away their closer Brad Hand. But see, that was the him. whole thing is that Brad Hand was it was like um it was it was it made sense for them to trade Brad Hand at the time. Okay. Well, I will say this. In the trade they sent him to Tampa Bay, they got none other than Blake Snell back. So that turned out okay. Wait. They, Mejia was a part of the Blake Snell trade? According to BaseballReference.com. Oh, okay. There you go. I yes, didn't realize that. But that means that it was totally worth it. All right. Um, MLB.com listed the top 10 players who could break out this season. And a lot of the players listed made sense to me. But there was one that did not. Reds pitcher Hunter Green. Nothing against him because he didn't put this list together. But he has struggled with injury and struggled at times when he does pitch. He's on these lists every year. But the question is, and I'm up first, how long can you be a candidate for breakout player? Now, his first appearance in the majors was 2021, and then he's, again, struggled with injury from 2022 and 2023. He was drafted in 2017. I think his breakout years are over, Chris. You're giving up on him. I'm not giving up on him, but I just don't think that you can continue to be a, this guy's going to break out in year nine. Hunter Green was being touted as the next great thing, as we were just talking about the next great thing. But you know him very well because he's on your fantasy team. Not anymore. Not anymore? No, I couldn't handle him anymore. I traded him to somebody else, and that's fully why I expect him to break out this year. Oh, well, okay. He's no longer encumbered by being on my team. Once you are in your third year of Major League Baseball, like at that level... You can't be a breakout guy anymore. We, we can't wait for you. you to be a breakout guy. I disagree with so him. So you could just be on the breakout list every year, and then one year it hits, and you're like, yeah, he finally broke out. I'm right. The one thing that you can't change with Hunter Green is that he has way more strikeouts than he does innings pitched. He just, you know, sets down a lot of guys. He's got to, you know, throw more strikes, keep the ball in the ballpark. But... I want to point out a left-hander by the name of Sanford Koufax. And I know oh. I'm going back a ways. I was like, huh? <laughs> but Sandy Koufax broke into the big leagues when he was 19 years old. His first four years in big league baseball, his ERA was 491-388-448-405. Those are pretty ugly, for mm-hmm. especially in that That's day true. and age. Yeah. Once he found it. They didn't touch him for about six more years. I'm not saying Hunter Green's going to be the next Sandy Koufax, but I think he can be on a breakout list because of the stuff he has. 
All right. If he ever figures it out and this is the third year, he might figure it out and stay healthy. I don't know why I'm the. I don't know why I am the way I am because well, I, I should be anti Hunter Green because he's I, I basically he would be. yeah single handedly he's destroyed my fantasy team <laughs> each of the last two years. I really that's why I asked the question. So I, I finally like, traded him last year because somebody's going to agree. Somebody wanted him. I'm like, really? You want him? Yeah, you know. So, um, but I am worried that he'll have a breakout now that he's no longer on my club. I don't know why I am the way I am because I, I I looked at this article and it made me angry that he was placed on the list. All right, it's very strange reaction from me. I am consuming every single NFL mock draft out there right now, and I am noticing a trend among them that surprises me a little bit. J.J. McCarthy of Michigan, the quarterback, is being selected in the top 15 picks of the first round. And looking through all the explanations, they say he's pretty good at throwing in the middle of the field and is not afraid to stand in the pocket and make a throw before he's hit. Basically, he is being compared to a system quarterback, and we have talked about that a lot this year with Brock Purdy and different conversations around that. Chris, even if he isn't the most talented, do you think J.J. McCarthy is a starter in the NFL? Nope. I think he's going to stink. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to go one way or the other. Yeah, I'm not going to give you a middle-of-the-road answer. Well, thank you. But I watched J.J. McCarthy win the national championship game easily over Michael Penix Jr., but you just look at the game, not anything else. Just tell me you looked at that game, and you're not more impressed with the throws that Penix makes as opposed to McCarthy. I, I am. McCarthy, who stands in the pocket untouched every single time, versus Penix, who basically was backpedaling on every pass he had to make in that game. Yeah, he was. I don't think McCarthy's going to be good. I think somebody's going to really get a bum quarterback. Interesting. Mel Kuyper Jr., yeah, where my all-time favorite, yeah, where does he have him? said uh, this week that he's going to have his eyes on McCarthy, who might be the, in the uh, combine. said he might be the single most difficult evaluation in this entire class. That's because he looks like everything an NFL team would want in a starting quarterback. No, he doesn't, Mel. He doesn't look like a classic quarterback. <laughs> Mel. All he did is hand off at Michigan. I'm not a fan of McCarthy, and I have nothing again. I don't know the kid. He's a tremendous winner. He won the national championship. He was a 23-1. Absolutely. Incredible. I don't – the eye test tells me that he's not anywhere near as good as Penix, and Penix is supposed to go in the second round. Some of the – so do I think he's a – McCarthy. Some of the things that I've been reading have been telling me that uh, his his reads, when he makes his his passing reads – he usually gets to the first one and then panics and, and and runs around and tries to find someone else down the field, and that's not going to work in the NFL. Well, it's not going to work in the NFL because he's going to have less time in the NFL than he had yeah. in Michigan. And he's going to have to look at all of his reads and not just his first read. The other criticism of J.J. McCarthy is that he doesn't have much touch on his pass. And so... I Sounds to me like you're going to say the same thing I said. You don't expect him to be very good. Yeah, I don't expect him to be very good. I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to. I, I, feel I shouldn't like, be critical here. of any college kid. I really shouldn't. He's not in college. I anymore. just have seen a lot of these young guys come up, and they're all touted. But I'm just looking at what I see, and I saw McCarthy. You know, four or five games, solid, not spectacular though. And I think you got to be kind of spectacular to make it in the NFL. Oh, in the top 15 picks in the NFL, too? That's what I think. But, uh, you know, I, again, I'm far from a draft expert. I hate the draft. 
I would so. I would say that JJ McCarthy is going to look a lot like Desmond Ritter. Some moments, but where was Ritter selected? I know first round, but was he Ooh. top ten, top fifteen? I don't think so. Uh, but I, I don't know for sure. All right, I'll look it up. You okay, go on. You look next it up, and item. I will go to the next number two. Uh, number two would be the Yankees. They may be saved by someone who does not have a baseball background. Aaron Leanhart, the Yankees. Uh, real quick, Ritter was a third round pick, so oh, pretty so far down close. the list. Yeah, go ahead. On the chat, it says JJ uh, McCarthy equals Todd Blackledge, Kerry Collins. Todd Blackledge is a good comparison because he was a national championship quarterback who was really good at Penn State. Oh, and then nothing really happened. Drafted ahead of Dan Marino. Oh, gosh. And many others. That's a hard pill to swallow for that team. In the famous 1983 draft. Uh, all right. The Yankees, as I said, they may be saved by someone who does not have a baseball background. Aaron Leanhart, the Yankees' new Major League analyst, is not a baseball player. He was a professor, an MIT grad, and once cooled a sodium gas to the low- lowest temperature ever recorded, Chris. He began his coaching career in 2017. <laughs> Wait, what did he do? He rec- he cooled a sodium gas, to, or he cooled sodium gas to the lowest temperature ever recorded. Thank goodness for that. I know. Guy. He began his coaching career in George 2017. George could have done that. That blindfolded. I don't know about that. That would be crazy for George. Making stops in New Jersey and Montana before the Yankees hired him in 2018. So he began his career in 2017. The Yankees hired him in 2018. He served as the hitting coach for multiple low-level affiliates, including the Dominican Summer League team, and then spent the last two seasons as the club's assistant minor league hitting coordinator. The reason the Yankees did this is because Aaron Judge and others said last year they wanted better analytics. I'm up first. How much will this help the team? I think it will help, but I am not a fan of just because you're great at analytics. Maybe you want you have a, a degree from MIT. You cooled sodium gas down to the lowest temperature ever recorded. But what does that have to do with baseball? You think Aaron Judge is going to like when he's in a slump and the guy's like, well, you need to swing 27 percent more through the zone than you do. Blah, 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 blah. You know, analytics speak. I, I just don't get it. It's like the commander's. Thinking about hiring ba- or basketball guys to run their team. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. So there you go. Chris, what do you think? How much is this going to help the team? Should have got George Costanza. That's all I think. <laughs> oh, That's all I got for there for you on that one. Oh, Ashley on the chat says, I'm from Michigan, and I don't see him going that quick or performing stellar off the bat. We're talking J.J. McCarthy. Gotcha. I agree with the Desmond comment. All right. Well, thanks, Ashley, for listening and uh, saying something about it. Todd Blackledge, career 29 touchdowns, 38 interceptions. Not very good for the seventh overall pick, who is drafted ahead of not only Dan Marino, but Jim Kelly as well. What's the uh, ratio on that? <laughs> it's not very good. <laughs> Number one. All right, we talked about live golfer Taylor Gooch. Actually, you know what, Chris? I didn't get the video open, so give me a second to open the video because I'm about to play a Rory McIlroy clip that I should have been prepared, so I continue to stall as I talk here. Pedro Avila winning pitcher today for the Padres. Thank you. Okay, I got it. Uh, I'm trying to give you the guy who had the save today. Kevin Copps. K-O-P-P-S. Yeah, you know him? Him. yeah, yeah. I think he played last year. Made at least a couple appearances Got last the save year. today for the Friars. Uh, all right. 5-3 win over the A's. No home runs for San Diego. Graham Pauly had a two-run triple. There you go. Go ahead. Uh, we talked about live golfer Taylor Gooch not getting a Masters invite and saying if Rory McIlroy wins the Masters, there will be an asterisk because the world's best golfers are not there. Here's Rory responding to that comment in front of the media. 
like the Masters is an invitational and, and they'll invite whoever they think, you know, warrants a, an invite. And I mean, I, I think, you know, to be fair to Taylor, I think the if you look, if you read the entire like the question and then the answer, it's not as if he just came out with that. I feel like whoever did the interview sort of led him down that path to say that. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt there a little bit. He basically just agreed with what the interviewer asked. Um, but at the same time, you know, Joaquin Neiman got an invite, and I played with Joaquin in Dubai a few weeks ago. And he went down to Australia and won. He was in Oman last week. You know, he's been chasing his tail around the world to try to get this, either play his way into Augusta or show enough form to, to warrant an invite. Right, and now I don't like said. Rory McIlroy even more. Because he's so good? Yeah, what a nice guy. Come on, Rory. Great. Don't let the guy off the hook. He, questioned, say, your, he questioned your entire, you know, manhood. I said, if you win the Masters, we get an asterisk because I'm not in the tournament, basically. My question Rory's is great. Rory's giving him an out. Great his performance. I give him an A++++++. plus 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 plus. Yeah, plus. I probably do too, but I'd much rather him say, who the hell is Taylor Gooch? That's what he should have said. He should. Come on, Rory. You had a big opportunity to earn some of my uh, some of my uh, respect. Respect there, and you what blew it. What a man he is. You blew it, Rory. You a, blew it. A man of integrity. Yeah, I hate men of integrity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we'll recap you on the biggest news of the day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.